the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. What a blessing it is to meet with you again this wonderful, wonderful time on the radio. And this is going to be part six of Sharing Your Faith. But think of this as sharing and answering objections, okay? We're going to answer more objections that people have. And you know what? If you know of an objection after this week that I have not covered and you want me to cover it, something that your family member or your friend has said to you and it really, you just don't have an answer for them, email me and I'll be happy to do something on the air of answering those objections, okay? Don't forget to take the summer challenge here as we're in August now. We'd love for you to, in these last weeks of August, for you to join us, be put on our app. You can see a lot of the resources that I put there, both for the morning affirmations as well as sharing your faith. Please uh, visit us. Uh, at Sharesh David, we have four locations. Call our office if you would like to get information either about our summer challenge or visiting us. The phone number is this, 813-831-5673. We love visitors. We love people. And, and we love kids. So bring your kids, especially on Saturday. Saturday is is more of a family time. Friday night's a little more intimate, probably a little less kid-friendly. But Saturday is extremely kid-friendly. So please come. So last week we started with answering objections, which is number five on our parts of discussing about sharing your faith. Remember, the first one was approach. Second was delivery. Third was content. Fourth was the close. And now we are up to answering objections. And to be honest with you, we didn't get very far. (laughs) So uh, I'm hoping that we can get further on today. So let's get right to it. We were in the middle of talking about Isaiah 9, 5, and 6. And my point was that this is, for me, probably the key scripture along with Isaiah 53. But Isaiah 9, 5, and 6. Now, you might have it in your Bible as Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. It's fine. It's just the way the the verses are numbered. Don't worry about it. So, 
For to us a child is born, a son will be given to us, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, my Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. My point last week was that when you call somebody Mighty God, that's blasphemy to a Jew, unless he's God. And so I would say that this baby, who we call Yeshua, is God. But we didn't do the second part of this verse, which is all, all very interesting. Of the increase of his government and shalom and his peace, there will be no end. Okay, now explain this to me. If this isn't God, how can there be no end? All right, you get the idea? And then it says, of on the throne of David and over his kingdom. Well, we know that Messiah had to be uh, in the liter- uh, in in the uh, what's it called? Well, he had to be from uh, David. That was part of another prophecy. So, uh, and then it says to establish it and uphold it through justice and righteousness from now until forevermore. So if no end didn't work for you, (laughs) forevermore, does that work for you? And then it says the zeal of Adonai Tzivaot will accomplish this. Now, I whenever I get to the <clears throat> excuse me, whenever I get to the scripture, I I just have to explain one thing that that is done in in the Jewish Publication Society of 1917. All right, in that's in that scripture in that Bible, okay, which was the most popular Bible until about 1980. Okay, so for all those years, it was the Bible that was used by most Jews in English speaking Jews in the world. Okay, and in that Bible, you obviously the the first part of this verse sounds exactly what I read. It's no big surprises. But when you get to wonderful counselor. Mighty God, Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. All of a sudden, it goes from, and his name is called, and then it says, Pele Yoez El Gibor Abiyad Sar Shalom. It goes to Hebrew. <laughs> it goes to Hebrew. How can a translation use the language that it's translating from? to be in the verse, unless you don't want the people who are reading it to know what it says, which is wonderful counselor, mighty God, father of or eternal father, prince of peace. Is that a riot? Now, I can't tell you what their motivation was for doing this, but I can tell you that it seems pretty suspicious. <laughs> So what I'm saying to you is this. this is, these two verses are powerful in terms of their prophetic value to identify Yeshua as Messiah and God. Okay? You got that. 
So write that down, Isaiah 9, either 5 and 6 or 6 and 7, all right? Now, we'll continue with some thoughts on this. Uh, We also know that Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And we know that because in Micah 5.1, it says, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, least among the clans of Judah, from you will come out to me one to be ruler in Israel, one whose going forth are from of old, from days of eternity. Okay, we were okay with the fact that he was going to be ruler of Israel. Lots of people were rulers of Israel and still are rulers of Israel. However, whose going forth are from of old, from past, and from days of eternity which is forever again. You can ask the person you're talking to, how long is forever in your mind? <laughs> okay. So that's Micah 5.1. Again, very strong about Yeshua. We see in Proverbs verse 30, verse 4, it says, who has gone up into heaven and come down? Well, that that's... Actually, an interesting question, isn't it? Who has gathered the wind in the palm of his hand? Who has wrapped the waters in a cloak? Who has established all the ends of the earth? Well, those are great questions. What's the answer? What is his name and what is the name of his son, if you know? Wow, that's pretty good too, don't you think? That's Proverbs 30, verse 4. In Psalm 2, verse 7, I will declare the decree of Adonai. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Interesting, because didn't that happen when Yeshua was um, immersed or as one says, baptized? Okay. And also in Psalm 2, verse 11 and 12, serve Adonai with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he become angry and you perish along your way. Since his wrath may flare up suddenly, happy is everyone taking refuge in him. Well, why would you take refuge in the Son unless he was God? Why would we be perished from not respecting the Son if he was not God? Um, Okay, so you get the idea there are... Um, there are ways to answer this in the Hebrew Scriptures. We have not even looked at the New Covenant yet, right? But I'm going to give you one more Scripture, and I want you to listen carefully to this one, because this is an extremely interesting Scripture. Also from Isaiah, verse 48, 16. Write that down. Isaiah 48, 16. Draw near to me, hear this, since the beginning I have not spoken in secret. So who do you think is talking? 
Well, you think as you read this that God is talking. And you'd be right, but you'd also be wrong. Yeah? What is he saying? Okay, let's keep going. From the time it existed, I was there. So again, we're seeing more of that deity pop up. So now, Adonai Elohim, which is the Lord God, has sent me and his Ruach. Well, me is the writer, the speaker of this verse. So God, the Father, is to send me, who has existed from the beginning, and his spirit. So can we say we have a triune nature of God in the Hebrew Scriptures? You understand what I've just said? I'll read it again. Draw near to me. Hear this. Since the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. From the time it existed, I was there. So now, Adonai Elohim has sent me and his Ruach. Is that powerful? God gives us this. You know, he causes us to study and prepare, and it's, it's a tremendous opportunity for us to look into God's word and see the amazing things about it that cause our faith to be even based on tangible things, even though it's still faith. Because, as I said from the beginning, without faith, you cannot believe which sounds sort of redundant, but in other words, you need to believe in faith because there's no amount of academics that can satisfy somebody who is not willing to be satisfied. It's that simple. And uh, try as we might, this is a thing between them and God. Okay, so let's uh, look at, uh, we're still talking about Yeshua. It's a prophetic picture of Yeshua. We see crucified before Roman even you, the Romans used this type of killing. Because in Psalm 22, 15 through 19, we get a real understanding of a crucifixion way before it was even thought of to do crucifixions. It says, I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax, melting within my inwards. My strength is dried up like a clay pot. My tongue clings to jaws. my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stare, they gape at me, they divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So now you need to read the new covenant about this, this very understanding. And again, you see the connectivity between the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Covenant. You see the fact that 
that when at close look, Jewish people should have known who the Messiah was when he came because he fulfilled so many of the prophecies. And because he did that, this gives proof to who God is and it gives proof to the Bible being the word of God. Okay, we good? We'll keep going, right? (laughs) Okay. So some Jewish people are going to say, you know, you guys have a bloody religion. You know, it's all about this blood on the cross. Say, well, it says in Leviticus 17.11, right, which is obviously part of the Torah, the the Jewish uh, word of God, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your lives. For it is the blood that makes atonement because of the life. And the Jewish people should remember that when they were in Egypt and the blood was put on the doorpost of their house so that their firstborns would not die, that was the only way that that child or the firstborn would be saved. The only way. It was the blood. God promised to pass over if he saw the blood on the doorpost. And on Yom Kippur, it was the blood of the goat each year that was used to make atonement for sin. So it makes sense that the final atonement is the Lamb of God, Yeshua, the Messiah. And his blood, again, is the only way that one finds salvation, redemption, deliverance. Okay? We good on that. Okay. Let's look at some other amazing scriptures in the in the Hebrew scriptures. Uh Amazing verses. Let's look at Zechariah 9, 9, and 11. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, a righteous one, bringing salvation. So, okay, so who's this? That's obviously talking about Messiah. The next verse says, he is lowly. What? Wait a minute. The king is lowly? You mean he's humble? And the next thing it says is, riding on a donkey? No. Why would a king ride on a donkey? On a colt, the foal of a donkey. As for you also, by the blood of your covenant, I will release your prisoners from the waterless Hit. Look, um, the more we study, the more we read, the more we understand. By the way, this, all of this that I'm talking about, I will put in probably next week or this week into the app. So if you have not joined that uh, summer challenge and you can't get into our app unless you join, But all of this is written there, so you can copy and paste and do all those kinds of things. 
that will help your studies. Then we have, of course, the verse or the verses, the chapter that everybody would read. And I know I've had Israelis read it in Hebrew. It doesn't matter what language you read it in. It's, it's pretty much the same. Isaiah 53, starting with verse 1. Who has believed our report? To whom is the arm of Adonai revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of the dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, nor beauty that we should desire him. In other words, there's one who's going to be who it it just seems unexpected. We're not going to believe his report. We're not going to believe it, but we should have. Then it says, he was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. One from whom people hide their faces. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our pains. So this one who we did not receive and accept, he is going to carry our griefs and our pains. Is that amazing? Yet we esteemed him stricken, struck by God and afflicted. We see him as being afflicted. Yeah, he was crucified. I would say that's definitely he was struck and we blamed it on God, right? But he was pierced because of our transgressions. So the reason he was on that cross and being pierced was because of our sins. He was crushed because of our iniquities. The chastisement for our shalom, our peace, was on him. And by his stripes, we are healed. We are all like sheep. We have gone astray. Each of us turned to his own way. So Adonai has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Wow. Can you imagine? Now, look, some Jewish people say, well, this is talking about Israel. And God laid upon the nation of Israel all the sins and the grief. But that really doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense grammatically in this era and in the scripture, and it doesn't make sense even in the way we think. So, and so we, we see here a, a strong understanding. I read this scripture to my mom, who was an atheist at the time, and she said, so I'm an atheist, which is why I don't believe it, but if I wasn't an atheist... That would be about Jesus. Why don't the rabbis believe in this? And that was her comment. So we see here a a tremendous thing that God has given us so that we can, for what purpose is all of this? So we can have faith, and not only that we have faith, but we can also believe and share that faith with confidence. Well, once again, take the summer challenge by calling us in the office, 813-831-5673. 
We love visitors at our services Friday night and Saturday. We have four locations. Please check our website, which is SureshDaVid.org. But if that's too hard, call 813, our office, 831-5673. It also gives you an opportunity to uh, just give to the program and help us stay on the air. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you and praise you for your word. We thank you for you are the rock that we are on. And, and Lord, we love you and praise you. And, and we're excited about telling the world of who you are. So, Lord, give us the motivation. Give us the strength. And I pray that the Lord would be each one of your first priorities, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.